episode number 249, the Camaro Decade in Review. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. And happy 2020! Happy 2020! Oh Can you believe God. it's 2020? You know, when you're little and you, and you, and you think way ahead, and you're uh-huh. like, wow, two, even, even the year 2000 was like... Like very futuristic, you know, and then you two thousand hits, and you're like, "Ooh, twenty twenty, ooh." Now, now we're here. What, what, <laughs> and did where's you our... do anything New Year's Eve? No, no. Me and Vito hung out. That was it. We watched the Red Wings. That was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How'd that work out? Yeah, they won two nothing. Oh, good. The yeah. Wings and the Preds are are about doing the same. <laughs> oh no, I don't think so, dude. The Wings are horrible this year. <laughs> Well, in terms of the standings, I think... I think the Wings are the, the worst team in all of hockey. <laughs> God, I can't believe that. I know. Uh, it's a rebuilding. But, it's a rebuilding year. It, well, it takes a long time. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, you know what? I did. I went to bed, and then I woke up, and it was New Year's Day. I didn't even stay up to watch the stupidity, because New Year's Eve, Dick's rocking, Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve used to actually be rocking. Now it's a bunch of... They had Post Malone on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't like Post Malone? I'm not a fan of modern pop. He's okay. I, think I can eat ten ears of corn and crap better music. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I'm not, but I could yeah. be. You're not but... a fan of Ryan Seacrest? No. Oh. Why would he, I? He's, he's the one who he's the one who hosts it. Yeah, they should just resurrect Dick Clark, prop him up, you know, hook some electrodes up to him and make his mouth move, and have Ryan Seacrest do the talking. <laughs> You know, I think I need help. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Happy 2020. And where's our yeah. freaking flying cars? Yeah. Joe Rogan. I think he once said one of his stand-up bits. He goes, I don't understand. It's 2010. You know, it was a long time ago or whatever, 2012 or whatever. He was like, marijuana is illegal and we don't still don't have flying cars. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, true. what were we supposed to have by 2020? Hydrogen-powered cars. Um... I'm trying to think of all the crazy predictions that people had back in the day. Teleportation. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Of course, they can't get a lot of things straightened out, so teleportation is going to get really nasty. Mm. (laughs) Um, You know, I mean, like, they can't fix, you know, how to get your Facebook page back. (laughs) Oh, God. With technology. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but anyway, we're not here to gripe about that. We're here to talk about Camaro stuff. Because um, it's been a great decade. It, it's, it's been a great decade for Camaro. It, it's had some ups and downs. We were talking about this just a little bit before we started recording, just kind of kind of doing a, a rough outline. We really haven't otherwise talked about it. But, well, well let, let's start off. Yeah, in 2009, but it was technically 2010, the, the new 5th Gen Camaro mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. And we... we yeah. We propped this car up. Oh, my God. Remember how we hyped this car up so much from 2005 to, you know, when we when we were able to see it for the first time in 2006 at the auto show, which is no longer here in Detroit until mm-hmm. June. They changed it. And then um, 
waiting through the 2006 and then they announced it's going to be built and then and then and then us driving that very oh same concept God, yes the, the, actually driving it you and i got to do that so that's when we met al for the first time wasn't it mm-hmm. sitting uh he was sitting a uh, shotgun with me Riding shotgun and 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 razzing me to, to give it some more gas <laughs> you're driving it well i think they, they said the car cost Nine, oh, million, nine million dollars to build or something it like was that? it was it was i don't think it was that high it was six was it six i don't remember but it was it was more than a million so it was hands down the most expensive car that either one you right. or i will probably ever drive exactly and i was scared to death to to give it a lot of gas because a we were told it was speed limited mm-hmm. to what was it 45 i think it was 45 yep. so i didn't want to you know, be pegging off the rev limit or whatever. So I didn't know what it was going to do, you know, because you, I think you drove it first and I sat in the back seat recording and then I drove it next and you sat in the back seat and recorded. And I think you have the video somewhere or it's oh up God. somewhere. It Well, because I remember, it, uh, I remember at one point in the video, Al goes to me, you can give it some gas, Chris. <laughs> It felt really weird to drive that, though, because remember, it felt shaky. It, yeah. it it looked like it was made of, you know, carved out of a block of billet aluminum, but it was, it was really just meant for show. It wasn't actually mm-hmm. meant to be driven, but exactly. it could be driven. So they let us drive it. Yeah, because I remember you opened the hood, and it was, I mean, there was no wiring whatsoever. You could see. I mean, it was just a beautiful LS2 motor in there. But then, if you open the trunk, God, <laughs> it looked like somebody disassembled a 1950s television set <laughs> and threw the guts in the trunk. I remember that. I remember that. I got pictures of that. Mm-hmm. It and was neat, though. It was, it was an honor to be a part of that. And, and then the next year, we came back and drove the convertible concept. The convertible. I know. That was crazy. Um, and those cars now are at the GM Heritage Center. Cool. I'm glad they're still living. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, but anyway, that was before 2010. 2010. Model year, Camaro came out. Big deal, mm-hmm. man. It was huge. I mean, the Transformers movie came out before that, which really, mm-hmm. really propelled the car into Bumblebee. Everybody wanted Bumblebee, you know? <laughs> it was crazy. And the uh, Camaro dominated through the through the, um, the 2010 through 2015, uh, not only in sales, but in, in like, like pop culture. The, the Camaro was back. Oh, it was everywhere. And it was nice to see from, you know, when we when we started the show, there was a lot of, you know, questions. Is the Camaro ever coming back? You know, because we started the show in 2005. And we had already been three, three years now out of a Camaro. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, and we always said, you know, there's no Camaro. What are we gonna, you know, we, we were running CamaroZ28.com. You know, the aftermarket was still going, but it was kind of not petering off, but kind of like stagnant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, there's yep. there was nothing new. You know. Yeah, and that's still the case. Um. You know. Yeah. I wonder, now that we've never talked about this, but I wonder, looking back, you and I, when we started the podcast, were we doing it because we were, I don't want to use the word desperate, but we were 
doing anything we could to help build hype for the next generation Camaro to ensure that they were going to actually make it because we didn't know. Right. And do you we, think we were doing it because maybe maybe this was the goal and I just lost sight of the goal over time, but did we do it just because we were desperate and we wanted to do anything we could to help? I think I think the reason why we started the podcast was it was just it was a it was an evolution of the site. I mean, yeah. we, we did the forum, and with with podcasts in its infancy, I, I started listening to some, and I was like, "This is this is definitely the way things are going to be going. People are going to want to be consuming information in another way because at that point we were all in forums. Everybody mm-hmm. was in forums. Now people were, were were starting to buy iPods, and this was even this was even before the iPhone came out. People, people were starting to consume MP3 players. Everybody was downloading music and, and podcasts. And this was just the, the way to um, just go next. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But then we dedicated all that time because there wasn't anything to talk about anymore. No. Not so really. we dedicated all that time. I think, I think it was. And I don't want to – using the word desperate isn't, isn't the right word. But we were just hoping against all hope that we could just help sp- – throw a little tiny dose of gunpowder onto the fire that were to make it happen. Yeah. And it was, it was a good time. It was, it was look, go back and listen to some of those shows, man. They were fun. They were all up there. They're all up there. Yep. God, that was cool. So there's, there's another thing that happened. The evolution of podcasts. They podcast is starting to hit a real good pace. Mm -hmm. They're growing really fast. We've been doing this. This will be our, 749th episode altogether. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. So the 2010 Camaro came out. Yes. People went ape stuff on it. You bought one. I bought one. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, drag we raced. I got pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and by the way, I got your license plate in the mail this week. Thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I came across. It. I'm like, I bet you Chris would want to put this in the in the archive. Yeah. Pop it up somewhere. My CZC old dot. I, CZ.C. Yeah, CZ.C. Short, short for Camaro Z28.com. It's the only way I could shorten it. Yeah. Well, you had CZ28.com. I still do. <laughs> on which on, on which car? I'm pretty sure that's on is it that's on my that's on my Camaro. Is it still? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Did I ch- really? No, I don't think I changed it. <laughs> I don't think I ever changed it. Wait, you don't even know what license plate's on your Camaro? I'm pretty sure that's what that's the one that's on my Camaro. <laughs> Well, I people would people would ask me what the heck does that stand for, and it was just a personal thing, but it was yeah. kind of stupid to do it. One guy followed me home, waited for me to get out of my car, pulled up in my driveway, I almost shot him because he wanted. What's your license plate mean? I'm like, it means get off my property, you dumbass. <laughs> no, I, I told him, but I'm. It was just it was just really weird. Um, by the way, I got a new personalized license plate for my Jeep Grand Cherokee. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee finally made it so it's like Michigan. You could jump online and check and see what's available, and oh, if it is, cool. order it. It has I'm to like... go through an approval process, and it takes a long time. But got one. M e t l h e d. Metalhead. Metalhead. Nice. nice. Yeah. And I was gonna get Turbo Pig for Val's car, but she didn't. She wasn't a fan of that. Her little Buick Encore with the turbo in it. <laughs> All right, back to Camaro stuff. Uh, yeah, 2010, bought, the Camaro first came out. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of 20, what's, what's the, big, the big change. You know, 
from 2010 to 2011. Now I remember yeah. one one thing, and this even happened, I think, mid through 20, 2010. Do you remember the badge of excellence? You called it the chicklet. Chicklet. Yeah, they only did that for half the year. Yep, my, the, mine had it. Mine had it too. And I liked it. I liked that. I took I, mine I, off. I think you. T- yeah, I was just gonna say. I think you took yours off. My my Corvette had it. Took it off. I like them. It, I, I did too. It reminds me of the old school GM stuff. Yeah, you you won't ever see those. And since then, I don't think you'll see those on any car. The only time you're going to see it is at the top of the Ren Center. They don't use it anymore. Wow, I like it. I really like that. And then they had that one color in 2010 that was only produced half a year. You, oh, remember, you remember the color? It was no, I forgot which one it was, was that, that. It was that. Um, Oh, that blue. Yes, that it was like a green blue. Like a blue. I remember it green being more of a lighter green blue. It was like a sky metallic blue. What the heck was the name? Oh, dang oh, it. I gotta Yeah, now we're starting to look stupid. Hold on. I gotta grab my Camaro white book here. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say grab the white book. Oh yeah, Jalopnik ripped us off in this article because we, we released the colors and Jalopnik ripped us off. They that's the thing. That's the thing about <laughs> us being who we were, is we got ripped off a lot. We were just then, Camaro fanboys though. Remember? Yeah. The Camaro yep. fanboys. It was aqua blue metallic. Yes, aqua blue metallic. Yeah. GBD was the color. Yep. Dude, their article was pretty funny though. The article, the available colors for 2010 are <laughs> safe bet, silver ice metallic, <laughs> statutory grape, <laughs> imperial blue metallic, secretary nail polish, <laughs> red jewel tint coat, rental fleet, summit white. And always dirty black. <laughs> and then you bought a Camaro in that color, aqua blue metallic. And then the color that I bought mine in, Grandpa's Cadillac. Because <laughs> you had the gray, the cyber gray. I had the cyber gray metallic, which I wish my Corvette was that color. I loved that color. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted them to make that color. I made it clear in the disciple meetings I wanted a dark metallic gray because I knew a lot of people would. They didn't want black, but they didn't want silver. They wanted right in the middle. That that was another thing that was cool. We continued the disciples throughout the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. And I don't think and you guys were, quite you guys like would get too. together at least once a year, wouldn't you? Yep. Because yep. I remember you here for Woodward a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went out to Milford a few times, drove more cars, like pre-production Ivor cars, um, to give our thoughts on that. That was. That still to this day is one of the greatest honors I've ever, I've, I've ever done. I've done some things I'm extremely proud of in my life, and that's definitely in there without a, without question. That was cool to help be a part of that, be a representative and a voice of. I had to, I had to promote things on the car that I didn't personally care for. Um, I can't remember what it was. There was there was a couple things that people wanted, and I. I wasn't a personal fan of it, but that wasn't my job to give my opinion. It was my job to culminate everybody else's opinions and put them together. And that is, Settlemeyer said that um, we were more influential on the sixth gen than we actually were on the fifth gen because we people wanted so much after the fifth gen was released that, you know, as they say, the horse was already out of the barn, no sense of closing the doors or whatever they say. Yeah. <laughs> but they incorporated a lot of the fifth-gen people's feedback into the sixth-gen, and that became what it was, yeah. the big seller that it is. Yeah. Um, 2014. <laughs> nothing nothing happened in 2012 or 2013. That, wait, when, well, when did oh, the ZL1 yeah. come out? <clears throat> 2012. 2012. Okay, and then the ZL1. <clears throat> and then that, afterwards, in 2013, the 1LE came out. Then. 
And then in 2014, new taillights, new taillights, and the Z28. Z28. And that only lasted 2014 and 2015. Yeah. No. 2015 is when it yeah, yeah. was the last fifth gen. Yep. They came out with that commemorative edition that was like, they had that badge. And it was the last, like, it was red. I think it was red. They did a lot of different special editions with the car, too. I mean, let's talk about Synergy Green. They had the mm-hmm. XM edition. Remember that one? They had the XM edition. They had the Synergy Green. Oh, what about the uh, the, the the Neiman Marcus? The Neiman Marcus edition. Yeah. I saw one of those in person mm-hmm. at um, Merrill Fest. Yeah. Rare. Very rare. It was like 70 grand or something like that to buy it, remember? Yep. Actually, the commemorative edition came in multiple colors. Did it? But it had that, that yeah, because it was... That, get it in silver or red. I think black, too. Let's see here. I remember seeing a convertible one of those at the Detroit Auto Show. Wow. So it came out in an article on GM's corporate newsroom came out in 2014 that said that since April of 20, two, I'm sorry, 2009, so in five years, more than 400,000 fifth-gen Camaros had been sold. Mm. Yeah. Camaro dominated with the fifth-gen, man. It was just a great car, good good price point. Um, it was just a great, great Camaro. When it came out of the gate, the 323 horsepower V6. Mm. More power than the four previous generations of V8. Yep. Uh, oh, here's here's a list of all the, f- at least up to 2014, the Transformers Edition 2010 and 2012. Oh, yeah. Indy Pace Car 2010 and 2011. Synergy Series 2011, 2012. The Neiman, Neiman Marcus Edition 2011. The, how about the 45th anniversary in 2012? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 2013 was Camaro Dusk. Never seen oh. one of those in person. Yep. And then you can't forget about the Hot Wheels Edition. Oh, of course not. That was a big that one. Blue, that blue was awesome. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. So then the, then, the, then that brings us to the 6th gen. 6th gen, yep. They and then, released it here in and, Belle Isle. Yep. That was a cool event. You remember that? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a fun, fun event to be part of. And My God. We get to drive. We get to drive an Iver car, a V6 Iver car. Um, on the Belle Isle track, and then someone from Jalopnik wrecked one. <laughs> the I strapped day. a GoPro to my head and recorded in super wide me driving it. Yep, that was a fun, yep, fun event. And then it seemed like things had changed with the Camaro in terms of pers- people's perspective. And I don't know why. I, st- I don't think we'll, I'm sure somebody knows, but I don't think we'll ever know why. The Camaro was so hot through the fifth gen, and then when the sixth gen, it was pretty pretty hot, and then it just kind of got warm, and that's kind of how it's ever it's t- it tapered off. Yeah, and it's been the it was the best Camaro ever made, especially when you get By into far. the news, the new ZL one, ZL one one LE, LE. Was it the price point? Um, just, we talked about it, this so much. I know, and I don't <laughs> think we ever got a real answer. I mean, and it's a combination and. So many people that you talk to always have a different opinion. It was the price point. It was too much like the fifth gen. People didn't want to buy another Camaro. You know, it's already, I already I'm happy with my fifth gen. Why would I want to buy a sixth gen if it, it looks just like the fifth gen? And and then it was just like, well, oh, have you have you been in the sixth gen? There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's no back seat room. There's, you know, it wasn't laid out properly. It's like, I don't know. I, hmm. 
I, I, I don't know. Still an incredible car. But now we're into 2020. We have the LT1 model. Mm-hmm. We have we also have the um, sales figures behind the uh, LT1 starting to starting to come into the market, which um, uh, Muscle Cars and Trucks put out an article this week um, with sales figures. And um, even though the Camaro was down for last year, the silver lining was that um, it was up three percent in the fourth quarter. Which just goes to show you that they're starting to sell some more cars, and I'm, I'm guessing that is directly the LT1 is directly responsible for that. Even though we don't have a breakdown of the models that they sold, I'm, I'm guessing that that's that's why. Yeah. Do you think that the LT1 they just should have came out with that so much earlier? Mm, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. And so is the year, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't nice. know. Nice. I, I, I think maybe things would have been a little different if they came out with it a couple years earlier, because it's it's the car that they really it's the car I think they should have built to begin with. It's got it's got the perfect balance of everything. Yeah. And Ford hasn't released any of their um, their numbers yet. Maybe this maybe on Monday they'll be releasing their numbers, but these numbers were only. Uh, with a Challenger, Camaro, and Charger. Huh. Huh. Well, cool. Maybe maybe we'll get, we're going to see a new trend. I, want, I wonder what they're going to come out with for next year. Haven't heard much. It's been kind of quiet. It usually gets quiet towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now we're into 2020, and let's, uh, let's ramp this up. Let's, let's, let's get going. But, I mean, it's winter in a lot of, you know, one half of the country. So. It's winter here, too, dude. Well, yeah. winter four here. Yeah. Uh, it's a chilly chilly today what what do you the listener think was i, I want i want to say the single best thing that happened to the camaro in the past 10 years but it doesn't have to be single but if you could you know narrow it down to the top two or three at the most what would it what would you want it to be yeah. what would you think it would be i want to know what our listeners think yeah what about you do you have a single memory do you, can you can you pinpoint one single like camaro moment I, I've got like I've got kind of like a top three, um, and that I mm. think about when when over this past decade, um, I I always think about this when whenever I have a good moment like being able to be there when they reintroduced the Z twenty eight that was one yeah um, another one was when um, do you remember when Scott and Cheryl and John all came over with the Camaros and we got to drive them first we were the first <laughs> that. first was an awesome moment too i mean we drove around we went and stopped at tim hortons we had some coffee people were we we drove all around people were like oh my god what is that that's the new camaro oh my god and we were driving them it was winter time in the winter time that was incredible it was a was it two v6 cars and a va car i thought there was just two cars it was was two cars then i think so orange one and a yellow one that was back in 2000 Settlemeyer was doing donuts in the snow in a Kmart parking lot by Mound Road. And I've she- got the video on my YouTube channel. Yeah, and Cheryl was in the other one. Was John there? I can't remember. I don't. I don't think John was there. Fitz. John Fitz Challenger. <laughs> Go choke on your coffee, dude. Um, let's see here. Let's see if I can find that video to see when I uploaded it. Because I, I don't know if I uploaded it then or. Well, yeah, we're uh, oh, t- ten years ago. Let's see here. When did I upload it? March 19th, 2019. 
It must have been before that, though, because it wasn't snowy in March then. Let's see here. We did an article. Let's see if the article's still up. Sure is. <laughs> February 22nd, 2009. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yep, we... we. Oh, God, I wrote that whole... I wrote that whole article, and the, there was there's one thing that they wouldn't that that John, no John was part of it because he didn't want me to mention the words the interior is Cadillac quiet. Oh. There's a reason why he didn't want me to use those words. Hmm. I, he said not yet, and I th- I think he actually had to get approval for that or something like okay. that. Maybe he can tell me next time I run into him. Maybe he'll remember that. If I hope to see him again someday. Yeah. Um. But they they love the article. The pictures are broken. And in, in the in, in the Camaro on Camaro Z28, all you gotta do is just do a Google search for CamaroZ28.com first to road test 2010 Camaro, and you'll see it. Yeah. Yep. And then there's the video of us driving it. God, that was okay. Yeah, it was. We had one Camaro SS and one LT. Mm-hmm. And because remember, we did all sorts of stuff. I mean. I shot a video of you getting in the back seat just to show the leg room and show how you would get in. You showed the the, the switchblade key. Remember, we had all sorts of different little videos um, when we when we were able to play with that car. Yep, yep. It's it's right there on my YouTube channel. It's where I originally uploaded it too. I think. Uh, I don't know. Cool. Um, <clears throat> I th- I think that that's the, like the top three. Uh, okay, yeah, I'd say that. Also, me picking up mine after that. Um, renting a car, my son and I, we drove to Pennsylvania to Tom Henry Chevrolet and I picked up my 2010 Camaro and drove it home. That was really cool. And then, uh, having that very same car highly modified and then chosen to be in the SEMA show right next to Ken Lingenfelder's car. Nice. That was, that was another big honor. Yeah. Being, uh, invited to the ZL1 drive, uh, when ZL1 was first introduced, uh, and to be able to drive on the racetrack at VIR in Virginia, that was incredible. I just, mm, the 1LE launch, driving at Gingerman, the Z28 launch, uh-huh. driving on Gingerman. Oh, my God. Those are some fun times. Fun times. Definitely definitely some of my top memories. I'm, I'm watching that video. Decade. And while Settlemeyer's doing donuts in that, maybe it was a Walmart parking lot there. Yeah. So, but right behind the Applebee's there. On 13 or 14 in mound, I don't remember. Settlemeyer was doing donuts in the yellow car. And then <laughs> some dude in a truck decided that he would do follow suit, and he was doing donuts yep. in his truck. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, man. That's just what, what an honor. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Scott doing more burnouts. Scott was good at burnouts. <laughs> and they had the all-season tires on them, didn't they? Or they had, their, they had their winter tires. I'm sorry. They had their winter tires on the cars. That's right. Fun to fun to do burnouts in. How are we doing on time? This is probably going to be a long episode. Yeah. Should we do the email and voicemail that we got going on? Sure. Why not? All right. Let's get into it. But anyway, we, we do want to hear what your top three or top one moment for Camaro was in yeah. the past 10 years. Yeah. Email. Oh, you guys email. Jonathan Brown from Old Tappan. Is it Tappan or Tappan? It's Tappan, right? Old Tappan, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, JB listens to the show. Google Play Store. And wants to promote midenginecorvette.com. He said, writing to wish you both a very Merry Christmas. I always listen to every show and enjoy them immensely. Thank you for all you do. Keep up the great work. Every week is better than the previous. I don't know about that one. Uh, <laughs> he said, by the way, I think Al Oppenheiser has an awesome job as head of the 22 EV platforms 
or vehicles coming in 2022. Woo! 22? For what it's worth, I wonder if the C8 Corvette central backbone chassis with Bedford plates glued and bolted will revolutionize GM Passenger's CUV EV chassis design with battery packs, replacing the Corvette Bedford plates being bolted and glued to the central backbone chassis. Sounds like something that that Al would do. <laughs> um, could the next Camaro 2 Plus 2 be built like this rather than the excellent Alpha unit body construction? Infinite production facility flexibility to maximize production plant efficiency. Upwards of 98% plant efficiency. Just easily juggle vehicles produced in one plant with different top hats once unit body construction disappears. GM is a leader in manufacturing and production techniques. Thanks, JB. Very insightful. Yeah. Jonathan Brown. That last big paragraph sounded almost like a press release. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Good stuff. I guess we're going to see. You know, C8's going to be... Produced here probably, I don't know how long. I don't know if they're still converting. Are they still converting uh, Bowling Green thought, over there? I thought they were long done. Yeah? Because they got done doing the, um, building the C7 a while back. Yeah. But then the strike happened and all that stuff. So they were, I know That's they're delayed. That's true. That's true. Let's see here. I'm just looking for any news real quick on that. Um, while I'm looking for news on that. Uh, what's uh, what do we got for voicemails? We have one voicemail, but before we do that, we want to hear from you, dear listeners. And here is how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, we got one voicemail here. So Let's let hear me it. Play this. Well, it's almost Happy New Year's or New Year's Eve. Just wanted to wish you guys and all your listeners a great Happy New Year 2020 and support your local police and the Wounded Warrior Association and have a great 2020 and many, many wishes for a great prosperity to everybody. Oh, 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 wait a minute. He's already gone. So, Baby New Year. It's Baby New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Postal Dave. You need help. The the, <laughs> the transcript of that of that was very funny. Here's the last the last line said, according to the transcript, and many, many witnesses for a great prosperity to everyone loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like um, uh, a, uh, a a product description on Amazon <laughs> for an iPhone case or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love reminisce episodes like this. I do too. I do too because it 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 makes me feel good to go back and. And, and and think about the, the fun, the fun times we've had with Camaro. And I always, when, whenever I have a great Camaro memory, I always try and rank it in my head. And like mm-hmm. when I was at the New York Auto Show and they rolled out the Z28 and being able to be part of that. And I was just, I was like, this, this is a Camaro memory that I'm, that I'm going to appreciate long, long time from now. When we drove those cars, uh, when when Scott and Cheryl brought those cars, that was another one. Yep. Was like that, 
and, and I would love to go back and listen to our podcast because we did a podcast right after that too. And we talked about our experience of driving those mm-hmm. cars. When you said that was February of 2009, uh, I think that's what you said, February of 2009. So I'll have to go the back article, and listen. The article came out February 22nd, 2009. Yeah. So I'll have to go back and re-listen Gosh. to that, re-listen to that podcast. I don't look 10 years older. Um, just real quick, I know we're, we're low on time, but I just went over the GM.com website to see if they still do the little GM logo and they don't, it just says General Motors, but top article there on their website is, um, is a uh, decade in review, 10 auto industry advances of the 2010s. I'm just going to run down these really fast mm-hmm. since it ties in, uh, number 10, although they start at one and go to 10, I think it's more better to do it the other way. Uh, l- lose the Lose the wheel and pedals altogether. The continued development of self-driving vehicles. Actually, you know what? They they ranked that number 10, but I think they meant number one. Let's start with number one, okay? Say goodbye to gas stations. You know, Chevy Bolt EV, 259 miles. Number two, get in a car with strangers. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lyft and all that. Yeah. Number three, um, safety is a true MVP. Advancements in technology. More safety features and all that. Number four, Move down a weight class. Many automotive companies are using lightweight techniques, blah, blah, blah. Um, let's get creative about sustainability. What? Oh. Uh, the, uh, how the GM is recycle, using uh, recycled parts now. Recycling plastic bottles will help insulate the engine of the Chevy Equinox. And through local partnerships with bees in the D and Honey Bee Squad, spare manufacturing parts are being used to provide insulation for bees' winter homes and create functional beehives. Most people don't know how critical bees are to the environment and to us as humans. It's crazy. Um, number six, make upgrading your ride as easy as connecting to the internet. A lot of people don't like that idea. <laughs> Getting software uploaded directly um, from, you know, uh, speaking of the internet, your car can now be a mobile hotspot. Number eight, order out, reserve a table, and fill your tank with GM's Marketplace, an in-vehicle e-commerce app. Access Domino, Shell, Yelp, ParkWiz, and other merchants from the infotainment screen. Have no. you used that? Mm, not really. I use my yeah. phone. It's, it's easier to use your phone. Yeah, I think they're barking up the wrong tree on that, but we'll see. Uh, go hands-free behind the wheel, a car without driving your hands, like the Super Cruise driver yep. assistance feature. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, number 10, lose the wheel and pedals altogether, self-driving vehicles. Be interesting. Lose the wheel and pedals altogether. Mm. Nope. Nope, nope, and nope. I, th- the, I don't think I'll ever get used to that idea. That's like lose control altogether, you know? Not to mention, what are you going to do? It, well, I guess it's just like getting lift or whatever. You just sit there and go, you're along for the ride. Yeah. Well, there you go. Nice job, cool. GM. It was a good decade. And yeah. what do you think we're, we're going to see in the upcoming decade? I think we're going to be talking a lot more about electrification. I think we're going to talk about a lot more about self-driving. I wonder... Did we do a what do we think is going to happen in the next 10 years episode of this of this podcast? I don't know. I have to look back. I'd really like to know if we did. Yeah, I'd we, like to revisit. I hope we did. I have to look. Mm. Should we do that? Again? <laughs> I don't know, man. There's 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 the the demise of the Camaro is uh, <laughs> is a possibility. Oh, well, anything's the, a possibility. The, the demise of, of the muscle car as we know it. Yep. A, as we know it. Not the muscle car in general. I'm talking about the right. muscle car as we know it. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. L- would love to hear your feedback, dear listener. So please use the use the voicemail hotline. Leave your voicemail. Love to hear it. Would love yep. to have you talk about it. 
or have we'd love to talk about what you want to say. Yeah. Yes, that's what I meant. Well, I may listen to some old podcasts this week and we can touch back on this again next week. All right. Sounds good. You ready to get out of here? Let's get out of here. I'm going to go play with my car. All right. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.